This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, parents. I'm so excited that you are here for a new episode. I am your host, Wendy Snyder, positive parenting educator and family life coach. And today, Terry and I have our dear friend and mentor, Susie Walton, on the show with us to talk about how we can ditch blame in the new year. So we're going to talk about all the reasons why we really want to lean more into personal responsibility and take a break from blame. And I wanted to have Susie on the show to talk about this because she has been such a monumental, she's had such a monumental impact on my life. So you've probably heard her in other episodes on the Fresh Start Family Show, but Susie was my personal mentor when I was first getting into positive parenting and stayed my mentor as a as my parenting educator and personal parenting coach for five years. And at that point, she then kind of switched into being my life coaching and personal development mentor um, for the next five years. So for the past decade, Susie has really been um, just a huge support system to me, and I have learned so much. And now she's just a dear friend, and I just love her so much, and I'm excited for you guys to learn from her today. Um, but I'll just take a moment, just in case you haven't heard the other episodes, I'm going to take a moment to tell you a little bit more about Susie now. So Susie has been a parent educator since 1991, teaching live parenting courses and leading seminars, hands-on workshops, life coaching programs, instructor trainings, teacher in-services, and one-on-one coaching sessions. She has helped over 10,000 families create more peaceful relationships and stronger connections and is the founder of Indigo Village, a unique and dynamic virtual community that provides educational and experiential-based programs in parenting and child development. She is also the author of the book, Key to Personal Freedom, How Myths Affect Our Family Lives, and the creator of the Joy of Parenting program. Plus, she is a course leader of the Freedom to Be course, and she will be teaching with me this upcoming February when we are hosting our first in-person Freedom to Be Personal Development Life Coaching Weekend Course. And you're going to hear us talk all about this in today's episode. Um, but it's just, I, I couldn't be more excited about um, really launching that in person course into the world. I know it's still a crazy time, but Susie and I decided that we are just ready to bless people in an in person format. And we just couldn't be more excited about it. So we're going to be gathering in beautiful, sunny San Diego. And, um, you know, you'll hear us talk about it, but we're going to be expanding our hearts, learning new tools, strengthening our family um, right next to the ocean, and I just can't wait for it. So the thing um, that I want you to know before we start today's episode is this idea of personal responsibility really hugely impacted me. I remember when I first started to learn this concept because I remember back in the day when I was in that very, very stressful season of parenting that um, it just felt very out of control. So it didn't seem like I had a lot of control. I was trying to influence my little strong-willed girl. I was trying to figure out how to make the colicky baby happy and stop crying. I was trying to figure out 
how to make my days more peaceful and joyful and all the things, but I just felt like everything was out of my control. And what I realized, and what you'll hear me talk about in this today's episode, is that I was filled with a lot of blame about external, whether it was people or toddlers or babies or circumstances, whatever it may be. I just really felt like I couldn't create the life that I wanted because of other people people or circumstances holding me down, which is the definition of blame. So um, for me, it was a it was a big, big deal once I realized that if I took a step back from blaming and just started to get more creative with how can I take responsibility for what I can change, I may not be able to control the, the wild, strong-willed little girl. I was trying to learn at the time, how do I influence her, right? I was backing away from control and and stepping into learning how to influence. But what I realized is that I could control myself. I did have the ability to control my mindset and shift my thoughts and change the way I talk to people and really take personal responsibility and realize that if I wanted to create the life of my dreams, if I wanted to create a peaceful motherhood day-to-day existence, that I needed to take responsibility. So we're talking about blame today, but kind of the key underlying current is this idea that when you step into taking personal responsibility, it feels so dang powerful. And that is where I have experienced the most radical change in my life is when I stepped forward and created the positive change myself first. Then other people around me that I was hoping (laughs) might act differently or talk differently, namely my beautiful, strong-willed little girl, it just naturally started to fall into place and um, the chips just started to align a little bit more. So I hope that helps kind of tee up this amazing conversation today. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being such loyal uh, fans and supporters of the Fresh Start Family Show. As always, if you haven't yet, make sure you push subscribe or follow over on iTunes. Leave us a review if you have an extra three minutes. It is the best way to thank us for all of this free content that we create for you guys and or come join us for a course. Join us for a program. We have an extensive offering of online courses online coaching programs. Now we have in-person experiential learning programs and we just want to get you supported. And uh, just thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. We are here to talk today about how to end the blame game, and we have our dear friend, Susie Walton, with us today from the Joy of Parenting in Indigo Village. Welcome, Susie. Thank you. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm so excited. It's talking about blame. It's like, I love it. (laughs) Good to see you. So good to see you. Thank you. You too. Yes, Susie um, lives in our town, so we actually get to be together today and see each other's eyes and faces and smiles and record this episode for you guys today. So we thought it'd be good to kick off the new year with this juicy subject because how many of you guys have ever thought um, when it comes to your stresses, your challenges, your drama in the day, that it's your kids 
Maybe your spouse or your partner, that's the problem. Raise mm. your hand. <laughs> oh, that's the easiest. Or the traffic. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's so many ways we can blame because it, how could it be me, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I know it is the traffic for real. Right. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Um, or the slow cars in front of you, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's so true, right? It really does feel like um, if other people in our world which, or in our lives were just different, then we could actually live the life that we want to live. And so this really is one of those incredible subjects that will really change your life when you understand how to kind of flip blame on its head and start seeing things and doing things differently. And so this is one of the many concepts and exercises that we teach inside of the Freedom to Be course that Susie and I are teaching together. So exciting. Oh, this is a dream come true, families. Um, I studied with Susie for, gosh, it was probably three and a half, four years that I studied with you um, when I was learning positive parenting. And then um, you invited me into personal development work and basically told me one day, many days, you need to get your ass to freedom to be. <laughs> I do that so often though. You know, I allow, I allow parents to come to my, my courses a certain amount of time. Right. And after I'm like, uh, time to look inside a little bit. Yes. You gotta quit looking at your kids. Time to look at you. But you went. When you jumped into it, when you decided to finally jump into it. No, you right? said yes. yes. I mean, yes. I, I remember you coming home with that bit of info to me. You were like, "Susie thinks that I need to do this," <laughs> and I just was just like, "I don't know what I should say to that." <laughs> I don't know what I should say to that. But my I'm, partner. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so. Uh, and I've gone to freedom to be as well, and assisted. And wow, what a what a game changer for sure. Yes, yes. And so now we are teaching together a, an Amazing. actual live in-person class. I don't care what happens in the world, Susie. We're going to make this happen. We are teaching at a beautiful oceanfront location. Susie and I are, and Terry are all part fish. So I feel like when we're near the ocean, we're just well, like thrive. We're better people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because our mermaid nest and our merman nest yes. comes within us, and it was a perfect blend. So yes. you will have an amazing set of instructors that weekend. Like, these people yes. are glowing. Yes, because yeah. we can see and dripping water. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. So it's just going to be incredible. Um, so make sure we'll we'll make sure we put the link uh, to the registration and the page where you can learn more about freedom to be in the show notes page. So make sure you go check that out. And if you happen to be listening at another time where it's past. February 2022. Just know that we do have an online course available and also a self-study online course that is almost ready to be put out in the mm. world. So stay tuned about that. Um, but when I think back to my journey with Freedom to Be and experiencing the whole course, but it's particularly this um, exercise around blame that we do within that weekend together, um, I just remember I had no idea, there was no awareness for me that I really was spending so much of my day blaming. So back um, in that season, when I would come to class with you, you know, I was, I would learn these concepts and I was like, oh my gosh, I love the idea of this, like teaching self-calming versus timeout or discipline versus punishment, like any of the things. And then I found myself in the moment when there was like a huge trigger, like, like almost right where you were sitting, Susie, I remember the day that Stella bit Taryn in the back and he was like 11 and a half months old and she drew blood. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, like they're, this child is crazy. 
You know, like this is, are you sure this is going to work for me? Like, I don't think these concepts, these concepts are great, but like, I need you to come to my house and you do, you would always joke, you can't pay me enough. <laughs> That's right. I still say that. Yes. <laughs> you can't afford me to come to your house. Um, and I was like, yeah, but I, honestly, I really do think that my child is like the, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's going to work with her. So if she was less crazy, then these concepts would work. Or if she was less defiant or disobedient or whatever. Um, so I didn't quite realize how much I was stuck on blaming her, which left me no creativity for to be able to look at myself and ask myself, what was I doing to contribute to the challenges with her? So thank God uh, you really encouraged us. And <laughs> back then, it's this is probably something you st may still say too, but you would look at us and say, you need to get to freedom to be. And you have no excuse unless it's your child's birthday. <laughs> and even then... <laughs> This will be the best present you ever give to them. So I would reschedule that party or something like that. <laughs> and it was like the most, it was so beautiful to be around someone that was so confident in the results of a program and just so um, firm about it. Like, don't beat around the bush anymore. Like, if you want to have freaking change happen, mm -hmm. just get there. Well, Come. you know what I was seeing? Because people like you, Wendy, that kept showing up at classes like help, I realized purposefully you wanted to be the best parent you could be so and i had already learned by doing these courses like this is the one way to do it is start looking inside and start checking out what you're doing to have an impact on what's going on with the kids and all our own issues that we're bringing out to the table when we have partners and we have kids so i could just tell in you that you were ready for that next step yes and that is so true right <laughs> you do have to be ready you do because um, there's something that clicks, and a lot of times it's like a really crappy situation that happens where you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm ready. I'm finally ready. Like, that was so gnarly that my nervous system literally almost had a nervous breakdown last night or <laughs> whatever it may be. Sometimes it's those pivotal moments. But, um, but so today, you guys, we're going to encourage you to really look at where you might be blaming in your life and consider taking a different approach in um, the new year. So we're going to cover kind of five reasons to ditch blame and I'll kind of read through them and then we'll, we'll talk about each one. So number one is blame puts us in a disempowered state and makes us feel like victims to our circumstances. Number two, blame disconnects us, disconnects us from the ones we love. You statements don't motivate people to change or cooperate with us. Number three, blame blocks creativity because we get stuck in a scarcity mindset. Number four, blame prevents us from getting what we want because we have a tendency to contribute less when we are blaming. And then number five, blame feeds pride, which prevents us from living humbly. Um, so let's, let's just start with number one and just kind of have a talk about it. So blame puts us in a disempowered state and makes us feel like victims to our circumstances. What are your thoughts? Tim? Yeah, I mean, I thought just, I mean, just as a good entry point to just this whole concept for me was just understanding that you're you're in a dance in any relationship that you have, whether it's with your kid, your spouse, your coworkers, whatever. There's a dance going on because so, I think it's a little like I think you get this like reaction when you think of like, wait, I'm blaming, it's on me, you mm -hmm. like. You almost start defending being defensive type of thing. Right. <laughs> but once you understand that, um, you know, that you're in a dance with these people and it's um, it's something that you're like, yeah, I contribute. I contribute. Then you can start thinking about, okay, well, what am I contributing? And sometimes it's in the form of 
blame. So I think I think that's important just to, to point out going into this because that was something for me. And I think when you talk about these um, instances with, with Stella in particular, it was like, oh, wait, so... I have some sort of role in this or or by Power, by me yeah. even engaging in this situation I'm I I'm I'm participating. And then of course then there's the after whatever situation happens and it's like well it's all her fault. You know, it's like but you yeah. have to realize you're you're in this. You're in the dance. So that's I don't know, that's my first thought even just going into this and thinking about listeners who might just be like Wait, what? What do we? You, t- you know, if you think about blame in the dance, like yeah. what a messy dance that becomes. Each yeah. people, you know, we all step on each other's feet, and you know, it, it's like it's all the blame game, right? Yeah. And there's no fluidity in the dance because of all the stepping. Like it's a blame, 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 blame. Yeah. And like you're saying, you know, the whole thing, um, Wendy, about victims. It's the easy. It's like it happens so often when we don't know what to do about a situation, like let's say with our kids. So we blame them. You guys stop yelling. I can't get anything done, you know, because we don't know how else to handle it. So we throw out the blame game on them and we sound all puffy, but it's all, you know, coming from a forced place, not not true power. Yes, yeah, because that's the thing, right? With true power, you know, um, I was trying to remember, is it the tone of like anger and yelling, I'm pretty sure, that it makes us feel powerful in that very same moment <laughs> that we're feeling powerless. Mm-hmm. But when you real like when you step into actually understanding how to approach how to step back from blame and also approach um, when other people blame you, which is a whole kind of different conversation. Um, but you actually step into that true power of being able to influence someone without that like classic uh, cultural power that's deemed powerful, right? Which is the overpowering, the yelling, the intimidating, that kind of stuff. It sure seems like that's powerful, but it's not working, right? Um, it doesn't work. And it so doesn't then you, work. It, then, then you end up feeling like a victim because you're like, oh my, and then the, seriously, the anxiety rises and you're just like, how am I going to, I remember I literally used to think like, how the hell am I going to be with these children all day? Like he would leave to drive to Orange County. And um, I would just be like, please don't leave me. Like I... <laughs> have no idea what to do with these. The baby was colicky, screaming all day. Stella was just in this wild season of life. And um, it just felt like I had no control. Um, But that blame of like, if she was less crazy, if she was just easier, it actually put me in more of a a victim. And when we're in a victim mode, we expect people to feel sorry for us. So when that doesn't even happen... Then you really feel victimized. Nobody understands my situation. If yes. Terry even had an inkling of what I go through when he goes to work, you yeah. know, and so it's like the poor me pity game, and that's so unattractive. Well, it's yeah. kind of a yeah. dead end, too. There's nowhere to go, right? There is nowhere to go. You're like, oh, okay, so, so, so what? Because I think this idea that um, there's going to be some sort of world where there aren't circumstances is is not reality. So it's like, okay, so once you acknowledge there's going to be circumstances in your life, you don't necessarily know what they are. We're not here to weigh out who has heavier circumstances over somebody else's, but there's going to be circumstances. So, you know, blame definitely puts you into this position where you're like, okay, I'm just going to be a victim. I'm going to stare at him. I'm going to complain, complain about him. I'm, I'm stuck. You're basically just putting yourself into a stuck position. 
Yeah. And one, one of the things we, we spend so much time on during the Freedom to Be uh, weekend, too, is that... Um, that when you when you step away from blaming people, you you get to like you get to feel that power of actually changing yourself, and the inf- the the way that influences people is crazy. Like it just it na- people naturally start to change, right? Like it's when you're blaming someone and you're trying to force them to be different. A lot of times, especially if they have a strong will, they almost like Stella would, right? Like Stella did. She just puts her feet in the mud more. Um, so I just remember that feeling of once I realized that I was at choice with how I acted, that I didn't have to act this way or I didn't have to blame her for anything, everything, um, that I just, it felt more free to me because being a strong-willed person, having a strong-willed child, if I feel like my back's up against a wall and I have to do A, B, C, or D to, to grow a, a, a good human being and it feels like shit, I, I'm just miserable. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, hey, here's your choices. Seems like these aren't working for you too well. So here's other ways to influence this other little human being. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. You have lots of choices. Um, well, it just you know, felt way more powerful. That's to me. why freedom to be so important. Because, like for you, at least for me, I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I just didn't know. I didn't yeah. know blaming was not the cool thing Effective, to do. Yeah. I didn't feel good about blaming my kids for stuff, but I didn't know that it was a symptom of, of low self acceptance and yeah. a symptom of 
not acknowledging mistakes. Yeah. So, you know, p- put it on them. Right. Yeah. Maybe I hadn't slept enough. Maybe I hadn't eaten. Maybe I just didn't know how to parent that situation. Yeah. So I just did it bad. And then they have, you know, their meltdowns and then we blame them. It was just, and not mean willing to look inside. Like, what do I need to do differently? Like you're saying, there has to be a choice, but we don't know that for most, most yeah. people don't know that. And that's why parenting classes like yours and freedom to be that we'll be teaching just adds to that toolbox. Because then as you get to go to bed at night, like, dang. I did a pretty darn good job tonight or today, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, I yes. had a few little mistakes, but I own them. Yes. I didn't have to blame my kid for this. I like, hey, that's not your fault. <laughs> you know, the way I even asked you or the fact that I waited till two minutes before bed to tell you to brush your teeth. Like, I need to do some few things different than this. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Like, emotion just comes over me because as I sit here with you. So Stella's 14 now. And I came in to class with you when she was three, right? Three, Yeah. And it's like that, you probably taught me that, right? Like 10 years ago. And now I was telling my students a few months ago, a few weeks ago, I am living that now. I yes. literally live that. Like I screwed up so bad with Stella <laughs> last week. Oh my gosh. She let the puppy out of the car and she was just having a thing. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but I freaked out. I yelled. I said the worst shaving statements. And later that night, I was able to like look at it and be like, oh, like, here's what happened. Here's why I was probably triggered. Here's the emotions, all the thing. And then I was able to have the most incredible conversation with her after a very messy afternoon. And as I went to bed that night, Stella and I had the most connecting hour together Mm -hmm. that we've had in a long time. And as a teenager, you know, that's a big deal. I was like cherishing every second of this conversation with her. And I did, I went to bed and I was like, well, I sure messed up today, <laughs> but I did a, still did a really dang good job. And I feel really great about myself. And I'm just, I'm just really happy as a mom. I'm happy and I'm not perfect, but I'm happy and um, we're doing great. You know, like that, that was the exact what you put into words. But 10 years ago, that was just like, I had no what? idea what that even <laughs> meant. Like, but here I am like 10 years later and you were just such a big part of that. Mm. And I just love you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, and you would have missed out on that. You know, right. that it was over an hour. You guys just sat in here and you guys just talked to each other. And it wasn't about like, I think it was, it, it was water <laughs> under the bridge, like what happened that day. But she just wanted to continue to talk to you. You, you would have missed out on that if it would have been the old mindset and the old toolbox. Yeah. It would have just been like, you would have been instead upstairs with me telling me how difficult Stella is. Yeah. Well, and in that moment... Still blaming. Yeah. Blaming. Exactly, yeah. yeah. In that moment, in that conversation, in that, like, making amends together, the repairing the relationship that we had, if I hadn't have had the tools to not blame her, um, then that would not have happened. Because it... And we'll get to, you know, the humbleness and stuff, but everything that I learned with you in parenting class and through Freedom to Be helped me to come to the table that night and do exactly what you said. Like... Hey, that was super messy. This all happened, but I'm not blaming you for everything. And I'm not blaming you for anything. It's like, you did this, you did that, you made mistakes, you had me, I made mistakes, but together we can make different choices tomorrow. And, um, and, and I think it's important to talk about blame real quick, um, just to kind of define it. Because I think it can get confusing in parents' head when they're like, no, he did just punch his brother. I'm blaming him for punching his brother. He did just punch his brother. But I think what we're talking about when it comes to blame is when we believe someone else is responsible for our problems or the cause of our difficulties. 
So there can still be messiness and we are at choice with how we, we see it, how we handle it, how we problem solve, how we make amends, all the things. Um, but it's, it's different than actual things happening. It's, it's you are the cause of my problems and my stress. And if it wasn't for you, um, then I would be, you know, that's the way I think of it. I would just be this calm, like Zen mom, Zen mom. <laughs> but because I have a strong willed kid that always puts the, it's that's, that's what we're talking about. So, okay. <laughs> well, let's move on to number two. Blame disconnect us, disconnects us from the ones we love. You statements don't motivate people to change or cooperate. I love this. You taught me this, Susie, and now I teach it to all my students to replace you with I, right? And I statements are a way of asking for what you want. Like, or I am not okay with that. Um, I'd like you to do the dishes instead of like, you were always freaking making fun of your brother. You never contribute in the home. Um, those you statements really, they, they make people well, they set, wanna... they set you up for victimhood. Yeah. You need to stop yelling or hitting your brother. Basically, you need to change to make my life better. So yeah. it rolls us right back to I'm the victim of this circumstance, right? Yeah. And modeling. Like, we want to remember that 95% of what our kids learn is what we model. Yeah. So we're modeling to our kids that other people are responsible for our happiness. You yeah. need to do that and you need to do that. Versus when you're like said, I statement, I'm not comfortable with what's going on with you two right now in the fighting. Yeah. I am now teaching our kids when they're out in the world, if they're having a problem with a situation to say I versus you. Because people are like, I don't need to do anything. You yeah. tell me like, what are you saying you need to, I don't need, you need to change. And you know, and then yes. that starts that disconnect that keeps us from being close with people. Yeah. And it really drives the, the strong-willed ones, especially like they just like <laughs> I'm just gonna drop Susie nuggets all thing all the time again. Like everything is in this room, Terry. I remember like <laughs> sitting on the floor when this like I feel like uh, Taryn must have been a baby, yeah. But we were sitting right over there, and I'll never forget the day that Susie was like, we "We're on a phone call with you," and you were like, "Wendy, Terry, when are you gonna learn that this child hates being told what to do?" And I was just like. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? Like, I have to tell a three-year-old what to do. And you were like, how are you going to do it differently? Like, you were just so like, when are you going to get the memo? Like, stop giving her commands. Stop telling her, like, you do this, you do this, you do this. And, uh, and it was just one of those pivotal, magical moments. And I'll never forget it, right? Like, it was just like, dang. Once I got the concept of it's not permissive um, to, to back away from like those heavy compliance statements, but an I statement versus a you statement is a great example of that. But Stella, when you tell her what to do, with especially with a you, you need to put on your shoes now, she will just like, not really, but she just kind of flips you the bird with her eyes or whatever it may be. And she just pushes back. She's just going to push back. You can count on that. How about you two in relationships? I mean, yeah, the I versus point. a you. Like, yes. Yeah, no, it's, um, it, it definitely, when you're, you know, you're sharing space with people, I mean, there's, there's things that are like, I always like put in the true relationship category, and then there's like roommate stuff. <laughs> and, um, you know, roommate stuff is like, everybody's got their own way of doing things, but like, yeah, if it's like, um, 
if it's like you need to do it this way or you need to do this or that, you're right. You're just kind of like, you don't know what I need to do. Like I've got my own list going on. So yeah, it puts you on your heels a little bit. Um, I mean, it's delicate either way. I mean, even when you do say like, I find that when I load the dishwasher this way, it goes much better. Whoa, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's so under the table. Woo! Way yeah. to use the word without <laughs> the yeah, No, so I was just putting that as like a qualification. No, but, but people yeah. do that. And that's, yeah. yes, that's not what we're looking for here. No. Right. Yeah. You're not about... <laughs> I'm sure that never happened in this We're going to get an example an of what angel. not to do. He's literally yeah. a saint. I'm the one who does everything wrong. Um, but no, oh, and I see that recording. Right now, this is very, very good evidence. But an I statement, like we, well, no, we had a good like disagreement, um, and like notice how I say good because, um, you know, disagreements are part of life, right? Like they're just going to happen, and you want to make them good to the part where you're able to talk, and even if it's messy, like come to a conclusion and hear each other out and hold space and all the things. But we did have a good conversation that night, and even though it was intense. Um, you know, I can think of moments where I might have been like, you, you know, I, I went on that side and I could feel you're like, oh, like you'd never really flare up that much. And that night there was some flare up a little bit with like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, so, but I could feel it that it was probably the way I had said it was like you, um, whereas if I change the way I communicate and I'm like, hey, I feel scared or I feel hurt when this happens mm-hmm. and I'd love for you to ask me or I'd love for you to give me space to work this out or I'd love for you to trust me um that comes across and I remember in that night it came it when I switched it up or like it's it's good for me to to have those moments when I'm like that did not work well but the second half of the conversation was better or something does that make sense yeah no it does I I think especially when you're like approaching somebody or you're approaching like how you know you need to talk to them about something um, starting right in with a you feels like you're just kind of, um, oh, I've been stewing on this thing and I can't wait to tell you what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and nobody's going to receive that well. Um, and if somebody isn't ready to, or just doesn't, you know, they're not there to like, oh, you know what? You just took, took it right out of my mouth. I'm ready to tell you an apology for something. If they're not ready to do that at that moment, yeah. that's not going to help either. So yeah, I think expressing how you feel um, and finding some sort of bridge into the, what you're trying to talk about without starting with the you is hugely beneficial in relationships. What you're saying is like be vulnerable. Like yeah. start off with vulnerability. I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling even, I'm, I'm so uncomfortable right now even having a conversation with you right now because, you know, I know we need to, but it's, just, it's not my comfort zone to have conflict. Yeah. So hang yeah. in there with me. Yeah. Like then you're like, okay, come on. I can help you with this versus listen, buddy, we need to talk because yeah. you have been doing this and that's that disconnect again. So the yeah. minute we start pointing fingers, yep. it's a true disconnect in any relationship. Yeah. It's so true. So good. Well, it'll just tune out. And it also yeah. feels like, um, you know, when I was describing it as a dance, it just, it comes across like, oh, you, you're you you're in no way involved in this at all? Like, it's just me doing <laughs> right. my own <laughs> thing here? Like, you, you, Doesn't you, it take two people to you, dance yeah. together? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay, number three, uh, blame blocks creativity because we are stuck in a scarcity mindset. So it's like... Uh, um, 
I, I always um, I always think of myself, right? Because I have plenty of moments where I spin out there less and less nowadays. But at least like now I'm able to catch myself, right? Like that's the beauty. And we'll talk about self-awareness versus self, like with self-awareness and self-acceptance here in a little bit. But to have both is so important. So, but the awareness, what I'm talking about is when I spin out in blame in my head, there is no space. Like I am a, I am a busy person. I have a tendency to pack my schedule. I, I pack like, I just live in life, man. There's a lot of good stuff, but my mind is also very full. So if I'm like stewing over a problem and I'm 100% focused on all the reasons why this person is like making my life miserable or a pain in the ass or not listening, or if they were just better, all these things, like there's literally no brain space for creativity on how I'm gonna approach them differently or try a new tool or call the mentor that I need to call or buy the course that I've been considering that's on sale this week or whatever it may be. There's just no space for it. Like I'll never forget um, one of my um, weekend courses when I was training to become a life coach. Uh, the the intention that I walked away with that was set for me in the beginning that I walked away with was like the empty, it was something like the empty chambers of your your brain is where like your answers lie. So if you can like rid, like clear it a little bit and just stop focusing on how much the other person is making mistakes or doing whatever a lot of us are thinking about our kids right now, um, it just opens you up to creativity. Yeah. yeah, I think by diving into the blame, like you think somehow it's taking the weight off of your shoulders. You keep thinking it's gonna give you some sort of relief and maybe it does give you just this little ounce of a relief, but then it comes just right flooding back to you. So it's like one of those things that we do as human beings just to like, I think this is going to make me feel better. Or like you said, like, is somebody going to rescue me here? Is, some, is something going to happen? But it, it doesn't really ever take it off of you. So it's like, yeah, if you can, like, like you said, like get to that empty space in your brain or just get to a place where you are more solution based or, or have a little bit of creativity or access the tool kit that somebody has blessed you with or or some other resource other than this one tool you're gonna just you're not gonna live life just running up against these same things well they're gonna keep showing up because every time we blame we're basically the case is closed yeah no time to look inside to be curious and creative what to do differently right so case is closed move on and then it's gonna repeat again and it's gonna be cases you know blame the case is closed so it's just a, you know, stop block. Yeah. You a term. I know. I love it. A block stop. <laughs> sure. um, you heard it here. You know, on any kind of creativity or, you know, solutions to any situation. Yeah. Reminds me, we had um, a, a, co- a set of coaching calls um, that we had after the last Freedom to Be online course. And one of the students the other day, she was just like um, so stressed about how her little girl, her little like five-year-old is super loud. And sometimes she wakes up the baby and she just like loses it. I remember that season, right? Where you're just like, if you freaking wake up that baby, I'm going to eat you. Stella, like, I would never, like, oh my gosh, I was, would get so angry. Um, but anyways, but we, we, you know, we were brainstorming and doing some stuff. But um, obviously, I mean, she was working hard to get out of the blame state and get into the creative state, but she was working through it. And at the very end, I, I was like, hey, she, you know, she's five and a half. She's probably um, old enough to maybe um, start like playing with bubble gum to be able to see if she could make um, learn how to make bubbles. 
and because um, that's a very quiet activity. It might buy you 10 or 15 minutes. And the whole crew was like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. And it, it's like, I never even ever thought of that in as a game to keep a child quiet. But the only reason I was able to access that creativity because I wasn't blaming, I wasn't her, right? It's, right. it's always easier when it's not your kid. Um, but creativity is just like one of the most wonderful tools we can have as parents. And it comes when you're able to detach and stop blaming. When you're not caught well, yeah, up in I mean, the emotions. I think detachment is a is a great go-to like thing just to like back you out of that corner for sure. And I even like the way you said it's like it's always easier to um, you know, if when it's not your kid, if there's some way just to say, okay, what would I do if this was my best friend's kid? What would I do? If, <laughs> yeah. or, or what would I do if I was talking to my younger self? Or like whatever it is, there might be just some little thing that just like backs you out of that corner, even if it's just for a second and well, could make all the difference. And in sometimes the world. we can't even go there, right? Like I remember one of my kids got picked up at shoplifting at Nordstrom's. I love that yeah. story. And I was, I was, I was, you know, I, I was, it was unbelievable. I'm like, are you joking me? And I was yeah. start, just starting to teach parenting. So I'm like, oh, this is great, great. on my resume. I can't You're gonna wait be in the headlines to somewhere. tell them about yeah. my kid shop living at Nordstrom. And I'm trying to, you know, oh, yeah. so anyway, I couldn't get myself out of it. I was so mad and I, yeah. my stories were ridiculous. So I started calling friends. I'm like, what do I do? And they're like, you're the parent educator. You right. should know better. And I'm like, not in this moment. I am the parent and I want to yes. kill him. Yes. Right. So what I'm saying that for is sometimes we, when we just can't get ourselves out of it, the best thing you can do is call someone or talk to your partner. Oh, so Don't good. think you guys have to do this alone. Because in yeah. those moments, you're not going to go anywhere. You, it's, you don't want to stay down that, on that road for too long. Yeah. So be okay reaching out to somebody. Yeah. You know, and that's why all you out here listening to this right now, you know, you can call Wendy at any time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so important too, because sometimes the blame the blame gun oh, just gets pointed at, at, at everybody. Yes. So it's like you could be dealing with something with your kid, then the person who's sitting right next to you, your partner, your friend, whoever it is, a lot of people just go right at them, and then like it's like if they don't empathize with this victimhood. Boom, I'm just going to blame you for not understanding where I'm at or whatever. Mm. And then it's like there's no end. Instead of just saying, this person might be the one who helps me just back out of this, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, Detach. Yeah. I love that story too. It's like, I wish we could have all day to tell it. It's like, it's another episode. <laughs> what were they though. shoplifting? What did they get? Oh my God, you I'm guys. So interested. Clothes, right? They're boys, clothes. first of all. Yeah. First day of school. They get some Jordans or something? They got some jeans. But, you know, they're so bad at shoplifting, they just carried them out in arms. Like, they don't even have... Like, girls are so much sneakier than boys. Boys, you guys are like deer in the headlights. Oh, let's take some stuff. They won't know as we're walking out. Like, oh... Yeah. Oh, my God. And, you know, when I talked to him about the whole thing, he didn't have... He had no idea it was going to impact me. He just thought, you know, his dad hadn't given him as much money as he wanted. Yeah. So, screw him up. Shoplift. Yeah. And... At the high school, they're at. They'd heard so many stories of people shoplifting. It's so common. They thought yeah. it'd be a fun thing. To, you know, yeah. great adventure. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically yeah. a pastime, and starting in middle school. Like <laughs> I'm aware of this now. I became aware of this lately, and I'm like, dang, that's wild. Like that is just some of the. You know, they just are like, what are you gonna do today? <laughs> Which um, is not unusual because when kids become teenagers, that risky part of the brain unleashes itself. Yeah, and then every teenager's brain is telling them. I won't get caught. Right. You know, no one's going to catch me. That's not going to happen to me. Yeah. And it's, and that's normal developmental stage. So yeah, you with these shoplifters out there like me, 
<laughs> it's not the greatest thing to do, but it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> not that every kid's supposed to do it, but it's just that part like, I can do this. No one's going to catch oh. me. They don't go to the place about, is it a right or wrong thing? Yeah. Well, and the story is just so beautiful because I remember you said, you know, you on the way home, you were so, you're as fire coming out of your head and you were just like... I am, I can't even talk to you right now because I don't want to say something. I'm so, like, I'm so angry. We'll talk about it later. And then I remember later in the story you said, um, somehow after you came together or something, after you had taught and talked and, and all the things and they did their, they had their logical consequences and all the things, um, they had told you that, wasn't it like that all their friends got reamed on the way home? Like, they well, just his, got... The friend he shoplifted with got reamed. Yes. And, like, you know, got grounded for three months. Right. And I didn't even talk the whole way. He's like, why aren't you talking? I'm like, because if I do, I'm going to cry or yell. Yeah. So I'm just going to stay quiet for a while. Yeah, and then we had that great answer. conversation. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And so it was like a really connecting conversation, yeah. right? Like, yeah. He had no idea it would have that impact on me. Yeah. Like he loves me. He would yes. he, he, he wouldn't do something to, he just to made a mistake. want to hurt me or make me feel bad. So yeah, that part was so beautiful. And that conversation that you guys were able to have versus the like screaming, yell, you know, screaming, reaming, grounding was so much more monumental for this young man's life, right? Like I mm -hmm. see it all the time in kids, like the ground, the ones that it seemed to be going astray already with Stella's buddies, um, they, it's consistently like punished all the time. Either it's the e-bike or the phones or the groundings, and it's happening a lot already, but it's not working. <laughs> and the thing is, so just so yeah. you let you know, he did go to shoplifting school. <laughs> okay, they have yeah, that. The courts have... have that for kids. Yes. And he had to pay $250 to Nordstrom's. Yes. And they write a six-page essay what stealing does to a family business. So yes. there was a lot of consequences already put in. I didn't have to put a consequence in. Right. He had, yes. to, he had to go through all that himself, which sometimes parents want to throw more and yeah. then that becomes, well, you don't care, you don't understand, you it know, does, you don't yes. love me. So I didn't have to do that. I let the courts do the talking. And then they and get better at hiding it. If you, if you are if young. If you are yeah. disconnecting, yeah. yeah. So, but to do it in a connected way and, and then be and like, let's, But have consequences from the yeah. source, which was Nordstrom's. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's such a good story. Oh, it seems like it was yesterday. Family business, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> we should, we'll do a whole shoplifting episode, listeners, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> See who has the best stories. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amazing. What's the statute of limitations on, on uh, shoplifting? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, number four, blame. This is along the lines of our last one. Blame prevents us from getting what we want because we have a tendency to contribute less when we are blaming. So... Yeah, it's it's along the same lines. That's the last one we just talked about. But um, we're less likely to change what we're doing or talk to somebody different or be willing to contribute when we think it's all somebody else's fault and that we are. Um, it's so. Well, the thing is, what we want when it comes to our partners, colleagues, kids, is connection. Yeah. And so the blame, there's no way we can get connected if we're blaming it's such mm -hmm. a disconnect, you know, so the more we keep it up, the more distant you become with your kids, the more distant you'll become with your significant other or your coworker. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just not a pretty thing at all. Yep. 
yeah, it's like I'm sure so many people are listening, um, thinking about like my spouse isn't on board, right? I know you get the question, I get the question all the time is like, will positive parenting actually work? Do I even have a chance? If I'm learning these things, I'm trying to change it up, I'm, we've stopped or I've stopped spanking and I'm trying to do all these things and all the things and my my spouse is just like not <laughs> on board, board right? <laughs> um, so it's it's an it's a whole co- another conversation. However, we know that they don't respond when you blame them for the difficulties or the for- future or forward progress with your kids. Like that's just a surefire way to have them resist the change even more. Would you agree? Hundred yeah. percent. You know, we, that's why we tell them do what you do what you know is best for you. Yeah. And if it's working, there's a really good chance that your partner's going to jump on board. But not if you tell him or her, yeah. you need to do it like me. I told you I was right. Yeah. I took, you know, yeah. someone's class. And this is what I, I always told you. Know, that's not going to work. Just model, not yeah. preach. Yeah. Yeah, or even the reason why this isn't working is because of him, right? Like, I believe... I believe that if you are learning and growing and in a community and being supported and really approaching your kids in a way that's connection-based and all the things we learn, right, whether it's with Joy of Parenting or, or Fresh Start Family, whatever it may be, um, it'll, it like, I hate using the word work in air quotes, but it's, it's not, it's like we don't need to blame somebody for it not working. If it's not working yet, then you just need to stay supported and stay the course and keep learning and working at it. And agree um, to disagree. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you and Terry agree on everything? I wouldn't say we're the same person. I mean, I think we have very similar core values. Yeah. And, we are and, lucky, yeah. Um, but I would say we're totally different people. And I think we have different stages of like getting on board with certain concepts. Like, you know, she might lead something and then I might lead something and then we have to help each other kind of understand it. So mm-hmm. there's like this kind of dance. I, yeah, th- there yeah. is. Yeah. Um, you know, so not everything is immediately like, yep, you just finished my <laughs> sentence. Like, um, but I think with some explanation and an open mind, and I think that's kind of what you try to keep here with anybody that you're dealing with, whether it's your kid or your spouse, um, your partner, whoever, is like your intention, keeping your intention in mind is you want them to remain open, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. what are the things that you could do to continue to keep them open? Um, doesn't mean that they might not take a little while to like be at the point you're at, but if your intention is just to keep them open, don't shut them down with just blame. You know, with blame or with a few you know choice words mm-hmm. or things that like are surefire way just to make them closed and then you're back to square one or even behind at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head of like how many conversations for years did we have and I was like babe like let me tell you about Jesus Jesus loves you we'd be driving to Arizona and you were like yeah babe I'm I'm not no and you know and I you know and thinking of blame I could have easily been like well because I would cry and I get upset and I could have easily been like you're like making me like you I can't relax I can't be in this relationship if I know that blah 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 any of the things but we just held on and and years later you were like hey I love I love God. Hey, I wanna I wanna get to know Jesus. And then I was still just 
You yes. know, the battling demons. I yeah. just had a few more like dragons to slay, you know? Like I'm busy over here. A true okay? warrior. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then years later you were like, Hey babe, you should really get into body surfing. Here's some fins and I was oh, like, Hell no. Uh uh-uh. uh. You could have blamed me for having to go and my point is I ended up I hey, before Jesus and body surfing, big things around here. Those are yeah. big things. Those are yeah. pillars. <laughs> yeah. They are, seriously. They are. I know. But for years I went to church alone yeah. and for, sure, for years, for years you body surfed alone. He did. Out there. He was yeah. out there alone. Yeah. The sharks. And yeah. blaming each other or, you know, <laughs> trying to make each other do it. But but we wildly affected each other because you For came sure. to know the Lord. I am like, I'm literally thinking about giving up surfing to become a full-time body surfer yes. now. But yes, in a relationship, it's so important to look at um, and realize that blame doesn't work to influence somebody, um, whether it's with your kids or with your, with your spouse. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Okay, last one. Blame feeds pride, which prevents us from living humbly. So I've been learning, I don't know that much about the um, Enneagram, but I have been learning about it. And it found out that I was like this two wing three, whereas pride is my biggest Mm. like thing like pride and I'm like okay so it's like I've been on the lookout of where is it showing up like um so I can just chill a little bit um but yeah pride being the opposite of humility and I know for sure um for me 
I know for sure for me um, that uh, when I approach the kids with a humble heart, especially after we've had a messy situation and I can look at where I contributed, they respond so well, especially Stella. Like that, that situation I, we, we were just talking about a week ago. Um, she, well, she's actually to the point now, which is so, so wild. She is the one, and it's actually been happening for a while now. Um, I, I know you guys, I'm like this positive parenting, Wendy always had, but I'm like actually kind of a little crazy. <laughs> really but like I'm a little wild and like I make mistakes and and she has been consistently coming to me for Where do you years think still now. came from? It wasn't <laughs> Terry's genetic makeup. Oh Thank my you. god. Again. I think I told you that when she was four. I know. You yes. guys sound you talk about it when you're she was four like, you sound like your twins. Yeah. You still sound like your twins. I know. But she has been consistently coming to me really for the last few years and 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 being the one who drives mm. the repair. Being the one who comes with a humble heart and is like, hey mom so last week is another example hey mom I'm doing the dishes and I'm kind of like whatever we can just wait till later like I'm still just a little little stewy about it and she's like hey mom can we go in the playroom and talk you know and then as soon as we come in hey mom I'm just I want to let you know that I'm so sorry like I'm so sorry about what happened earlier and I realize how that came across and just the humility that that child has um, is so beautiful and it, it's just so connecting when someone isn't like, hey, well, the reason why I did that is because you didn't tell me that the dog was in the back and, you know, like, it's just is so, mm -hmm. and so it just, uh, on, on, like, immediately it's causes that model. you. You've modeled it enough now, sis. Oh, God, I guess I have some. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mess up a ton, but, but then it, it instantly causes you to, to return the humility, mm -hmm. right? Instantly, you're like, Honey, I me too. Like I am so sorry, and I got the beautiful opportunity to tell her that she never deserves to be yelled at, that there is nothing wrong with her. Or even though my phrase I grew up with was "What the hell is wrong with you?" Yeah. <laughs> or or shame on you. And so I had to have this. I got to have this beautiful conversation with her. That's like when I say those things, like that is just me still trying to shake a habit of like expressing anger or hurt in a way that is just very like, like protection. Like there's no space between the stimulus and the response and it has nothing to do with you. You are perfectly designed with that personality and don't ever change. Like do not ever change and you are just, I'm just in love with you and, and all the things. But, um, but the humility is like a superpower and I think it just brings people together and causes, um, causes people to just really want to um, cooperate with each other and connect and all the things. But it is the opposite of pride, right? Well, again, pride disconnects. Yeah. Humility connects. Yeah. So anytime we open our heart, there's an automatic connection. It, it, yeah. It, it's, you know, it's just how it is. It's so that quote that says, what comes from the heart goes to the heart. Yeah. You know? Why do you think it's that, like, so many parents and culture, like, makes us think that it's weak? Like, you know what I mean? Like, humility is not taught in, like, if you were just to take your hand-me-down parenting tactics and never go to a parenting class like you and ours, mine, um, it's not it's not taught that it's a superpower. Like it is taught as weak, right? Like if you have to show them who's boss, mm -hmm. if you let them think, like if you let them think that you've messed up or you're not perfect, th not that that's said, but why is that? It's, it's old stories. Yeah. It's what we've all, you know, it's what people have grown up with. It's from the world of autocratic. You yeah. have to show them you're the boss. 
they're the child, you know, kids would be seen but not heard. Yeah. And we have this whole idea that, you know, force is what we need to use. They, they, they call it power, but we know it's not. It's force. And, and that's so, the only way it works, right? Yeah, there and has I remember Dreikers wrote about this in his book, Children to Challenge, that all our courses are based on, right? Yeah. Rudolph's book. And his student asked him, like, you're talking about democratic parenting right now? Like, no one's going to parent like that. No one's going to ask a kid, hey, what do you think? Or give him a choice. And Dreikers said, this was in the 50s, Dreikers said, you're right. Right now it's not happening. Mm. But he said, with the equality that's happening, taking place in the world between religions and, you know, People and now, like the next thing is kids. Families are going to have to start shifting. Yes, there's going to have to be more equality, and not to say you know, but in a parent-child relationship, equality, right? Yeah. So he just was so way ahead of his time, and you know, and so things yeah. started shifting. And yes, p- kids. The t- two components all our kids need today is to be parented with truth and respect. Yes, that's all we're asking, and not fear-based respect. Yeah. You respect me, I will be right with you. But yeah. if you respect me out of fear, you can expect me not to be even close to me wanting to be connected with you and to be truthful. And that's when we're saying, hey, this isn't working for me. Let's get some other ways of handling the situation so that I'm not yelling at you and you're not yelling at me, you know, because this blame game is crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a parallel so to, you know, how uh, Susie answered your question of like, you know, why, why do we think that is, is like, I feel like there's this... Um, survival kind of mentality just in general that's like okay um i have to you know be powerful or you know pave my own way or do this in order to survive and blame is one way to do it it's like pointing out i'm doing everything right it's these people get out of my way i'm gonna just kind of plow through on my own where you know, you see how that works. I mean, that's how wars are started, uh, you know, yeah. and look how they go and often how they never end. Yeah. And so whereas the opposite approach is, is like, well, what if I just sat down in here and just heard somebody out or talked to them or was confident enough in to my own mistake to or even just to say, like, just to just to be just to like not even have to like defend and just to. Uh, if if there if there is something going on, just to state the facts unemotionally, and just go with an intention that you you want the other person on the other end to remain open, and that you're going to walk out of there with some sort of an understanding. And even if that doesn't come right there in that moment, the understanding that's the end goal is the understanding, not just to walk over them and keep moving with your way or the highway. Well, you know, when you're talking about survival, I'm thinking like my parents. And there, I mean, how many, if you guys, grandparents, you know, went through the Great Depression, I mean, yeah, our, there's so many generations of just pure survival. Yeah. Where are they going to get their next meal? You know, are they going to be warm enough? There's no, you know, there yeah. wasn't heaters back in the day, you know? And so it was like survive, survive, survive. And they just, you know, everything was survival mode. Yeah. And now it's moving into like, yes, and though. It doesn't be, need to be the way we parent or the way that we do relationships. I mean, you know, it's yes. very key. You don't have to do relationships that way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, and so much of what you were just saying um, is is really the act of holding space for someone, which is something that we will um, really explore more in the Freedom to Be course. Um, so I'll just I'll read you just a little bit about what holding space looks like, because because it is in relationship to when you let go of blame and you step into holding space for someone. So I'll read a little bit about that, and then we'll go on to um, the last things that we want to bring to you is some tips to escape the cycle of blame, and we'll cover those quickly because we're gonna we're gonna go into more in, um, at Freedom to Be. But holding space is the capacity to approach a difficult situation from a place of peace, not necessarily calm, from the awareness that we, all of us, are so much more than our crappy behavior. It is the capacity to take the moral or virtuous lead in a situation and to not get lured into the negative energy. Holding space means refraining from judgment, giving advice, fixing, and often even commenting. It means generously listening to what the other has to say. It is important to hold space for yourself as well, not judging the thoughts that come up, but just letting them go and operating from your magnificent self. And that's just like part of what, you know, just like kind of a teaser of what holding space looks like. But that's a game changer with relationships and kids. And it is a practice for Mm -hmm. sure. So, okay, you guys, well, let's finish off. I'm just going to read you some tips that we have for you, and then we'll kind of um, wrap it up with some final comments. But if you're like, ooh, I want to escape the cycle of blame, <laughs> and now what? What do I do? Here's some um, tips of encouragement that we have Sign for you. Sign up to go to Freedom to Be. That, hey, babe, that's number one. That's oh, I was just so excited. <laughs> So number one is come to the Freedom to Be weekend course with Susie and I in in late February 2022. 2022. It's so crazy that we're the last week in February. We'll be there. We are going to be there. Regardless of situation in the world, we'll be there. (laughs) Yes. Windows open, doors will be open, heat lamps. Heat lamps. We'll be there. We're going to be there. You're going to want us. Or need us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so come. And again, if, if you're listening after that, um, all of our podcast episodes, you can listen to it anytime and they're always going to be extremely valuable. So if you're listening at a later time, just make sure you still go to the show notes um, to check out the Freedom to Be information because we do have an online offering and a self-study version. Okay, so number two, start catching yourself when you have blaming behavior or self-talk. Um self-awareness is the first step to changing. So in the Freedom to Be course, we we talk a lot about how self-awareness is awesome. And that's where a lot of students, like a lot of when parents come to our courses, right? Like all of a sudden they're like, oh shit, I am screaming it out all the time. Or I am grabbing wrist or I am modeling this behavior, right? Like that's what we kind of call like, you're, you're aware now. You're aware that you're part of the dance. But if you don't have the self-acceptance <laughs> piece of like self-compassion of like, Okay, self-love. And, and I'm I'm still doing a great job. If you're stuck and they're like, "Man, I'm an awful mother." Or like, "Wow, I'm just, I've ruined my kids." Whatever it may be, um, then you won't be able to move forward. So just remember that self-awareness is the first step to creating positive change in your life. Um, but you got to come get supported with a self-acceptance side too, which we done which we do a ton of in this course. Like that piece to me Oh my gosh, the forgiveness of yourself and others is is just absolute. I remember just like, I feel like that's one of the most. They're all incredible exercises. <laughs> we said it to everyone. I know. Oh my gosh, I know. 
Okay, number three, learn how to hold space for yourself and others. We just touched base on that. And then we also have a podcast episode with our dear friend and mentor, founder, um, yeah, president of Your Infinite Life with Pam Dunn. So we'll make sure we put that episode in the show notes um, all about holding space. And then, of course, um, we'll talk more about it in Freedom to Be. Um, number four, think about what motivates you to change. Does pressure motivate you to change? Or does connection motivate you to change? And then use that to, to, to um, really motivate you to step into more personal responsibility than blame in the new year. And then lastly, remember that humility is a superpower and personal responsibility and asking for what you want with firm kindness is always more effective than demanding or trying to make someone change. And when it comes to trying to make someone change, good luck. that's yeah, good luck, right? That's... It doesn't work, um, but that's another thing that we do in the course is we really help you to look at where are you pressuring someone to change um, and really change that up. So, and again, looking back at Freedom to Be, uh, I remember I walked in there and it was Stella that I really wanted to change. And there was that exercise, the road to freedom to blame that just changed everything for her and I. I came out and just realized that um, the pressuring was not working, and um, it was really the day after that um, that course. I tell the story in the video, actually, on the Freedom to Be information page. But it was that day forward that I was able to see her differently, respond differently, and there was no more pressuring her to change. And it was like the road just took a turn and from that day forward i feel like was the the start of just the the new relationship that we have and it changed everything for her and i you know and stella wasn't there and stella, yes. it was all you point. because when one of my yes. daughter-in-law took the class like she didn't she was young she didn't know why she just did it because i asked her to and so she did yeah and um when she came back and she was with my one of my, my son he's like wow and, like, they didn't have any problems. Right. But yeah. her letting go and stop pressuring him to change or what anything, the whole oh, course. Good point, he went and told all his friends because he couldn't remember the name of the course. He did, he would say, you know, my girlfriend just took this free this freedom course. And I yeah. suggest you all get your girlfriends and wives <laughs> to take this freedom course. Like, yes. you know, it just, it, just, it just cemented their relationship even more oh, without even having a problem. It's yeah. just amazing. Like you probably felt the same when Ter yeah. when you know when uh, Wendy came home. Oh, course. for sure. And, and you know, <laughs> no, it's great. And I think you know some people. If you're listening, you might understand where you might plug into these concepts or how that might apply to your life or whatever specific situation that's at the forefront for you right now. But I would say you know this this is great for. I went to Freedom to Be and I d was dealing with some business stuff, workplace stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't so stuff people, that I necessarily yeah. knew I was going to air out when I walked in there even. But um, so don't think of this as just as like um, a parent-child thing or even a spouse thing. I mean, this this is just something that will give you such a gift of just fresh air on the other side mm -hmm. and perspective on the other side so that you can walk into life, whatever you're going through, in just a, a, a better version of yourself. You get to be the, become the author of your life. You get to become, line, I like right? that. I like that. So, you know, if you're listening and you're like, yep, that's me, maybe it's my husband. Absolutely it is. So I think it's an amazing, you know, gift you can give yourself to someone that's, you know, in your life. It's just, you, you end up a better version of yourself on the other side. That's 
that's what I would say to people. Yep. yep. And yep. I love the whole idea that somebody, it does not have to be there to, because what so happens. To feel the impact. To I mean, feel, to get the impact, they will get it, right? They feel it and then they naturally change. Yep. When someone stops pressuring them, not like, again, you're not going into it to make them change by stopping trying to make them change. But the point is they naturally just change. That's what happened with Stella. Once I chilled the F out, like she was like able to relax. And, it's a and, Jedi mind trick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, a, it's a full Jedi mind trick. You just come I know. Back, yeah. 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 But I mean, out, out of like 10 years of going to that course, I think I went to, um, I counted up like, I think it's been like 16 times I've been to Freedom to Be as an assistant, once as a student, this 15 times as an assistant. I counted up, I for sure have seen at least five marriages saved. And most of them, the, the, the guy was not there. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, if someone has a question about that, if they're like, well, I want to, this sounds great, but he's the one that needs to go or she's the one that needs to go, trust me. Like you said, just said, Susie, like, they will feel the difference. And then that just connects you and opens up a whole new direction for your relationship. And um, it's just it's just so beautiful what happens to other people when we when we stop blaming and stop pressuring them to change. So, yes, let's make it happen. You guys, there are payments plans available. Um, so Space will max out, though. Oh, yes, yes, that's true. We only have 20 oh. seats. And for sure, at the time of this recording, we have, I think, five already sold. So they they will probably sell out fast. But yes, we have 20 <laughs> seats available. Um, for anybody who is a graduate of the program already, if you've been through our online program, uh, we are most likely going to have a learning by observation ticket too. Um, so you can inquire about that. We'll have the information on the information page, but we love you all. Thanks for listening. And we can't wait to see you at freedom to be, whether it's in person online or through the self-study. All right, families, I hope you loved that episode as much as I loved recording it for you. You can find all of the links and everything we talked about in today's episode by heading to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 110. And then I also wanted to personally invite you to join me over on the Wisdom app for a Q&A session that I am going to be hosting on Thursday, January 13th at noon Pacific to answer any questions you may have about freedom to be. I'm also going to be sharing my personal story about how this course completely changed everything for me as a mom, as a wife, as a sister, as a daughter, and just really uh, took my parenting um, to the next level and change the relationship with my daughter. And so my goal of of hanging out um, over there is just to be in community with you and make sure you feel like you can get your questions answered. If you're wondering um, details about the freedom to be, what it includes, anything you want to ask, you can ask me over on the Wisdom app on that day. So all you need to do, download the Wisdom app and then find me. My username is at Fresh Start Wendy and then mark your calendar for Thursday, January 13th at noon and make sure you come join me. I think it'll be really fun to hang out. It's an interactive platform. You can ask questions. We can just be together in real time and we can talk about all things freedom to be. All right, families, thanks for listening. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. 
All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start Family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kids' worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.